Welcome to the One Thought Away Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Pound, a mindset coach and manifestation expert, here to help you live more mindfully and soulfully while learning to connect to the magic of the universe. Each episode will provide you with insights into self-mastery to get the most out of life. I am so grateful you are here and thank you for listening. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so happy and grateful to be here with you today. Our mantra is reset. So just taking a second, breathing that in, and maybe just allowing your mind, your body to reset. Allow yourself to just get really present and be in the moment today. I am really excited for today's episode. It's a personal story and it has to do with a post I did on Instagram last week that I got a lot of DMs about. So I had shared about my experience with having an SDI and just how I used to have a lot of shame about this. And then over the years, my mindset and my belief system has dramatically shifted. But what had happened when I did this post was a lot of people actually didn't comment on the actual post. I got a number of DMs all about the shame and the stigma and the loneliness that they felt. And so I thought it would be really powerful to just share with you guys my experience so that if you or someone you know is going through something similar and has a lot of shame, fear, guilt, or unworthiness because of this diagnosis, this can be really deeply serving and deeply healing. And I also want to let you know that my sacred container, Soul Love, is open for enrollment. This is a powerful group program specifically designed to help you have more intimacy, connection, and love in all of your relationships, starting with yourself and then, of course, family, friendships, and calling and partnerships. I teach you to really understand and process your emotions, create and maintain boundaries, how to communicate your needs clearly, healing your past, utilizing it as a teacher, really tapping into your power and your magnetism and allowing you to feel safe, loved, and prioritized no matter what the situation. So if this is something that speaks to you, if you have struggled with feeling worthy, with feeling good enough, with having people in your life who really support you, then come and join us. Just send me a DM on Instagram at Michelle Pound and I will give you all of the details. 
Okay, so with this episode, I'm going to take you on the journey of what it was like for me at the beginning, when I received my diagnosis, to how I feel about things now. I have herpes, and this was passed on to me from a partner, and I'm not going to lie, when I found out that I had this, I was completely devastated. It absolutely destroyed my self-worth for a few months. And the reason that this happened was a number of reasons. There's a lot of stigma in movies. Herpes specifically, there's so many punchlines about it. Like I remember that movie, um, the hangover that says, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for herpes, that shit stays with you forever. So little things like that really um, created this image of, of shame and unworthiness around having an STI. And the other reason why this was super challenging for me was I was in a partnership at the time and I've always had the conversation before I am intimate with a partner, you know, have you been tested? And my partner told me that yes, and everything was good. And so of course we trust our partners um at least like that's mostly why you have a relationship it's built on trust and so I was also in a long distance relationship at the time and so when um I found out I had herpes it was because I had contracted it there was an outbreak I went to the doctors they did the swab and I was just really devastated because I didn't know in that moment if I could trust my partner, if they had lied to me. And then what kind of ensued was also really challenging both on a mental and emotional level. So my partner, when I shared with him, um, had told me that, you know, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. it. It won't affect your life. And that was challenging for me because I just felt that he didn't hold space for me. This was something that was really upsetting to me. It was questioning a lot about the relationship and he, there just seemed to lack a lot of compassion. And so he got tested. Obviously it came back positive. And again, he just like reinforced how it wasn't a big deal, which is absolutely how I feel now but in that moment that was made it a little more challenging and a little bit more of a hard blow and again me thinking that maybe this person isn't who I think they are and can I trust them and especially with relationships you go through so much together it's really really important to have someone who you feel has your back through the ups and the downs. And then of course, because this was a long distance relationship, I didn't see my partner for about four weeks. And then again, when we did see each other and I wanted to have the conversation, he kind of shut it down again, which made me feel rejected, made me feel unseen. And that I would say is probably was one of the biggest challenges is 
going through something like this and already having a lot of questions and then how your partner handles it. So to me, this was a delicate situation. I was upset. I had questions and my partner was just lacking compassion and empathy. So needless to say, this relationship did not last for that much longer. And I must say that getting this STI in retrospect is literally the best thing that happened to me. And there are so many reasons for that, but The first reason was it made me really stop and evaluate the type of men that I was dating. So knowing that in a relationship, it isn't sunshine and rainbows all the time, that you are always growing and evolving. And sometimes you are growing at a faster rate than your partner. And you always want to be balancing the energy. And so this got me thinking that Am I choosing the right partners for myself? Am I choosing people for the right reason? And what are actually the qualities and the values that I am seeking in partnership? And also, how am I showing up? So that was really, really eye-opening for me and something that I'm really grateful for because that created such a shift in the type of men that I dated. And then the second thing was it allowed me to look at patterns and dynamics in my life and decide that maybe it would be good to have some outside help to navigate this and to shift. And so I started seeing a therapist, which really opened up so much for me, so many limitations that I had that I wasn't even aware of that this situation pushed me to go and see a therapist. And then that just opened the gate to so many positive changes in my life. So much deep healing from the past that had this situation not occurred, maybe I never would have gone and sought this outside perspective. And then another really incredible thing that occurred from this situation was I stopped drinking alcohol. I kind of was looking at these patterns and these dynamics of, okay, a lot of my relationships, both with work, with friends, with my romantic partners, evolved heavily around alcohol And sometimes we overlook signals or red flags that maybe if alcohol wasn't involved, it would be really easy to spot and really easy to walk away from. And so eliminating alcohol from my life just gave me so much clarity. And it was something I had only planned to stop for a month, but I haven't had a sip of alcohol for almost three years now. And it's been so amazing. And and I'm really, really grateful for that for me, because also I noticed for me, a lot of the drinking had to do from being in my pain body and not bringing consciousness to my issues, but rather suppressing them. And then 
probably the greatest thing that this diagnosis helped me to evolve to understand was just me as a person and how I wanted to contribute and show up in life. So before I was in the corporate world and I had all of these dreams and these desires of starting my own business, of helping people, of showing up powerfully, but I didn't have the courage to act. And so taking all of these little steps from questioning the relationships in my life to having a therapist to stopping drinking all of these helped me gain the courage to take the step to start my own business to go all in on myself and to do a lot of deep healing so in the beginning what I thought was the worst thing ever. Like I really felt deeply unlovable and so much shame and oh my God, no one's going to want to date me. And I have had the complete opposite experience. So knowing that this was a vulnerable part of me, I became really hyper aware of the type of men that I would go on dates with. When I would be with someone, one of the first things that I would look for was kindness. You know, is this a person that I feel I could be really vulnerable with and share something about myself? And would they be able to hold space and show me kindness? So I started to attract a different type of man. And that was really, really powerful for me as well. And I've never been like a casual sex kind of person. For me, I've always required intimacy and a deep level of trust to to have an intimate relationship. So again, it was just a bit of reframing and really refining that type of person and really being hyper-focused on connecting with somebody at a soul level, whereas in the past, maybe I would have been more attracted to someone for material reasons. Another really amazing thing that happened from having this diagnosis was, of course, my relationship with myself. So, understanding that I had all of these self-imposed limitations and I was holding myself back from experiencing life in a really meaningful way and asking myself, what do I really want? Because I had a history of dating really high-performing men, a lot of CEOs, a lot of very successful guys where I was kind of taking a backseat to my career because unconsciously I had these really outdated ways of relationship. So all of this had was just really, really positive for me. It was really profound also to see myself with so much compassion. So I grew up a competitive 
dancer. So I was really used to the mindset and the self-talk of it's not good enough, do it again, do it again, you know, like keep going, keep pushing. And really this aggressive masculine energy, but sometimes more like a wounded masculine energy, not divine masculine energy. And so this experience allowed me to shift into the divine feminine energy. And again, really just understanding that, hey, this was something that I didn't plan for. I had taken all of the precautions that I possibly could have and so now this is the reality and how do I want to deal with it? Do I want to sit there and speak really unkind, awful words to myself every day and then attract people in my life who would be also at a low frequency or can I take this as an opportunity to rise and let myself even more? And so that's exactly what I did. And the journey has just been really powerful. To be honest, I never thought that I would be sharing this story on a podcast because when I think about when I first had the diagnosis a few years ago, it was so, even to tell my best friend, like I broke out in tears and what was so funny is she's like, it's not a big deal. I know so many people who have it. And then that's the other thing, like specifically with herpes, one in four people have it. And even the doctor says, and if you look at anything online, they say the hardest thing about having it is literally the mindset. It's your belief about yourself and thinking that you're unworthy and you're not good enough. Because for me, since I was diagnosed, I've never had any symptoms. I've never had an outbreak. I've never had to take medication. It's just the knowing and then having to communicate something that is vulnerable with another human being and then fearing that maybe you will get rejected so it's and that's another thing to know right like so often we want to put blame or shame on somebody for having a diagnosis but it would be like if somebody got cancer you wouldn't judge them or criticize them for having cancer this is the same thing but I think it's just because it's in the realm of sexual we love to attach stigma and shame because we just live in a society right now where there is a lot of sex and or (laughs) where there is a lot of shame and judgment around sex And so what I also want to share is that if you do ever disclose to somebody your diagnosis, however they respond is actually a reflection of them. And it has absolutely nothing to do with you. I had very little knowledge about STIs before my diagnosis just because my partners didn't have any, I didn't have any, so I was lacking the desire to educate myself. But this whole experience uh, 
gives me a lot of gratitude because I got to educate myself on something where I had this opinion or this idea of who people were with herpes or with STIs and then the reality is so so different and so that also was a very cool experience for me and the other cool thing I think about how my mind shift has shifted is you know when I do share with a potential partner my diagnosis is just how chill they are about it just how low-key and they're like yeah cool thanks for sharing no big deal and what I had built up in my head before was definitely the fear of rejection but that has never ever happened to me and I think that also is a testament to just the type of people that I attract in my life I am very selective of the type of romantic partners and like I said before the different qualities that I look for and so to you know I I just don't choose people who are like oh you have this thing I'm out you're rejected right it's like oh you have freckles and a birthmark okay I can't date you right so we we create all these reasons in our head about why we're unworthy and most of the time they're not true and even I've done a lot of intensives with women to really help them shift out of this mindset of unworthiness because if we truly look at it and why you know so many people are like oh my god can you find a partner I just I'm so scared it's like it's one thing if you committed first degree murder and then you're going to have a relationship with somebody and that's something you're going to share, right? Like, okay, maybe this person will reject you because, hey, that's some dark shit. But we, or what I have at least seen is people have this same belief system about themselves telling a partner or a potential partner that they have herpes. And it's just, if you can actually put into context about just how ridiculous that is, it personally makes me laugh. And I, so I hope that that is the case for you as well. And just know that the right person for you will always, always accept you. And if somebody doesn't, that just isn't the resonant partner. And it's better to know at the beginning than to get deep in a relationship with them. And then, you know, like... Sh- shit it's the fan or something happens and they're out and they're not there and so I honestly look at this as one of the biggest blessings in my life I am so grateful to having her base who would have thought me saying this would be a thing but I actually am it's been the catalyst for the most magnificent change in my life I've only attracted really incredible partners and so I hope this has been healing for you or you know if you know somebody who has been struggling and it's really affected their self-esteem and their mental health that you consider sharing this with them because everything is all in our head and when we just learn how to love and accept ourselves unconditionally then the magic you get to experience in this universe is honestly so next level And so 
With that, my loves, I hope you have a magical day. If you have any more questions for me, shoot me a DM. You know I love hearing from you, and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes. Come soak up extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Michelle Pound or visiting my website at michellepound.com. Remember, you're just one thought away and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.